0: You are listening to the Mom Halo Podcast. This sweet ear candy will serve up laughs and aha moments as we talk to best-in-class thought leaders. These folks are dropping gems of genius. I'm Melana Kafitz, CEO and founder of the Mom Halo Community. I'm a fun, fearless, freckled mom with three wild kiddos. I love to introduce you to ideas and people that will rock your world, all while laughing out loud because that is the only way to get through the daily grind of parenthood. Plug in your earphones and let's get to them. Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to the Mom Halo podcast. I'm your host. Oh, let's try that again. I'm your host, Alana K. Fitz, and I am super excited to have somebody that I love and respect and really think is just a dynamo uh, with us today. Welcome, Allison Villa. Woo! You're not following Allison Villa. You have to get on this woman's everything. Allison, welcome.
1: Thank you, Alana. You're always so genuine and supportive, and the biggest cheerleader in in the most genuine way. I really appreciate that about you.
0: Well, given I want you to share everyone who you are and what you do because I'm about to share how you changed my life. So go ahead. Who are you? And you know where you're from? Go for it, Allison.
1: All right. Hi, everyone. I'm Allison. I am a registered psychotherapist. I've been specializing in relationships and specifically in supporting couples after they have children. And I have an honest approach to parents in love uh, because, in my own world, I have seen so much shift in the romantic relationship after becoming parents. So, that is my passion. And I am also. Really passionate about helping individuals and couples and families live by their values. And I have a completely virtual, so online, private practice where I see individuals and couples and groups. And I have online offerings as well. So my whole purpose is to make personal development and growth as accessible as possible for you.
0: I love it. And you have a few kids, I think, too, right?
1: Yes, I am a, a wife and I have two daughters who are eight and 10 years old. And I did just co-author a book. I should mention that. This is <laughs> new to me, like start trying to talk, talking about that piece. So I did just co-author a book called Whisper, which is stories of women who really listen to those inner nudges and inner callings and make bold moves in their lives. And I am the creator of the four relationship seasons as well.
0: Okay, so let's get into it. Here's the three ways Alison Villa has changed my life. Ready? Let's go. (laughs) Alison Villa taught me about the four seasons of a marriage and relationship. Probably in 2018 was the first time I heard you talk about it. Mm -hmm. And from there, I was like, oh, that's where my marriage is at. Oh, that's how relationships come into. Oh, like you just named this thing in relationship cycle that I had never heard before. So you were the first person I ever heard talk about relationships. And that's why I love always having dynamo conversations with you. Secondly, and probably the most recent is when I went through sort of trauma in my own life with my youngest um, kiddo, Henry being quite sick and sick kids. You were like, Alain, are you taking care of yourself? You were the only one to say, like, are you getting help? You were the first and only person to say that's me. And I was like, No, no, I wasn't. And you're like, slip me basically in an email, but it was like as if you slipped me across the table, like, call this person. Give <laughs> me the name of the person who is now my psychotherapist and who I've been seeing for um, oh God, I want to say over over a year now. So you've literally in three ways. We're the person who did that. So there's something about you, Allison. You just have a way about you that's just fabulous. And you're just, you're so good at what you do. So let's talk about relationships. What are the four seasons, Allison? Walk us through relationship four seasons. After kiddos, go for
1: it. All right. So I created the four relationship seasons after I witnessed patterns in my own relationship and then patterns in, of course, the clients that I was working with and realizing that we all do this as humans. We go through uh, challenging feelings or emotions, and then we judge ourselves. So not only are we going through something hard, then we judge ourselves for feeling that it's hard, right? And so I thought, how can I normalize these cycles, these patterns that we all go through so that it can help normalize all those cycles? So So the first season, relationship season, is the coping season. So the coping season is when there are external factors in your life that pull your time and attention away from your couple, away from your relationship. So examples of external factors are a move, um, a health challenge in the family, a loss in the family, a new job, a pandemic. Having a baby, a new baby that first year as parents is is a big one, right? That pulls you away from each other. So it's not to say that there is not love and respect in the relationship. It's really acknowledging that there are circumstances in life, external factors that affect the relationship and how you connect. So that would be the coping season.
0: Coping. I would think so many of our moms are in the cope. I'm sorry. I'm eating my lunch. So I'm trying to go in and off of Mike. The coping to me was the big game changer. Mm -hmm. I think so many of our fans, followers, friends and listeners fall into that coping season. Mm -hmm. How does it really manifest and why, why do things really feel so unbelievably almost unbearable during the coping Mm season?
1: So when you are going through hardship, You cannot see that the hardship will ever have an ending, right? So it just feels like when you're in that dark hole, when you're going through challenge, it feels like it will never stop and you will never get out of it. And so that is often the hardest part in the coping season because you feel like, oh my gosh, things are really hard right now. Things are, I'm feeling disconnected from my partner. I'm feeling disconnected from myself. What does this mean? And all the questions and the rabbit hole. Um, because because humans are very in the moment, right? But then we also, <laughs> we're in the moment, but then we also um, project. And so from the information of living in the moment, we assume that this is how it will always be. And this is why understanding the four seasons helps you to recognize like this too shall pass, right? We will move through this. Just like any emotion that you feel, any challenging emotion, that emotion does not stay forever. It passes through you. It will, it will move
0: through you. Yeah. I love that. This too shall pass. It's actually a very old Jewish prophecy. Ya Avor. this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. A lot of Jews have it tattooed on them or on jewelry and stuff because it's such a good saying, <laughs> And that is true. That's Mm -hmm. exactly it, right? This will pass. There is end to this. What if somebody gets stuck, Alison, in this like, this moment where they just cannot see the end? They cannot. And we're going to talk a bit about COVID and sort of the last two years and the paintbrush that in in which that has sort of probably colored so much of your own practice. What if it feels Mm -hmm. like there's never an end to this first coping season?
1: Mhm. So there's a few there's a few ways that this can go when you're in the coping season. And if you're there for a long time and you are feeling that stuck feeling, which I want you to know that's really common to feel stuck, like you don't even know where to begin. Here's the thing when you're in coping, you're also your brain is also overwhelmed. And when you're overwhelmed, you don't even know the first step forward. So I'm going to give you the first step forward right now. If you're listening and you're in the coping season, yeah, the first thing you need to do, <laughs> okay, <laughs> is Find a way to express how you feel. Now, depending on where you are in your life, that could be writing it down in a journal. It could be while you're driving by yourself and saying it out loud and just talking to yourself. It could be moving your body. It could be singing. It could be talking to a trusted friend. It could be talking to a professional. You need to let the emotion move through you because it is stuck. You're right. It is feeling stuck. It needs to move through you. So find a way to
0: express how you feel? Let's talk about let's talk about coping, and we'll go back to the other seasons. But let's talk about the pandemic and coping. Mm-hmm. When somebody's calling you right now, Allison, your practice as a psychotherapist, as a couples expert, what's the chief complaint right now? You're getting why is somebody calling? Allison Villa right now during COVID. What what has colored the the whole experience? Because to me, it's, it is this unstuckness, this doom and gloom, this this sort of everything feels catastrophic, you know, Mm -hmm. what, what are you experiencing in terms of, I mean, I'm just saying from fans and followers and friends that I speak to, that seems to be this like pedantic conversation.
1: So, so the, the number one thing is that whatever existed in the relationship before COVID is now being magnified because we have been at home together for extended periods of time for unnatural periods of time. And that that is not of service to the relationship. So Esther Perel, who's a really wonderful uh, psychologist, she has a saying that for a relationship to thrive, a, a, a relationship is like a flame. And in order for a flame to thrive, it needs oxygen, it needs space. And it's the same thing for all of your relationships, especially your romantic relationship it needs oxygen. It needs space for you to really see each other and for you to thrive. Right? Think about when uh, you when you first started dating each other. You had yes. space from each other. You had your own right. separate lives. You had things to share
0: yeah.
1: um, about what you had done that day or that week. Yes. And these, these are the things that feed the relationship. This is the oxygen that every relationship needs. So <laughs> when we can't went through COVID and we were all together all the time all under one roof. There was no space for individuality and everybody was also in survival. So when you're in survival and we make this assumption, well, I was with my partner all day. We were together all day, but the truth is you were together, but you were not having quality time together. You were in the same space, but it was not of quality. It was everybody in survival mode. Yeah. So this was, this actually meant that a lot of relationships were collapsing because we they could only lean on each other because like now you can't go to the grandparents now the nanny is not able to come over now you can't go to that drop-in center um for playdates right this it's a a lot of pressure on the romantic relationship to be
0: everything and to fill all those roles I'm just googling now divorce rates in Wuhan China uh because I uh I remember reading that during COVID the divorce rates were just skyrocketing in Wuhan and Wuhan was obviously the first um place where where COVID really took ha- hold but they say that China divorce rates 70% after COVID. It was wow. crazy. Like, wow. Crazy. Yeah, but they also have weird laws in China called it the cooling off law and it's like a whole thing. Um they have something called slow divorces. It's very anyways it's very interesting but anyways i'm just i'm also seeing a deterioration of matrimony and you know i had a conversation recently alison that i thought was really interesting that i kind of want to bounce off of you and we hadn't discussed it beforehand but i had a conversation with a girlfriend recently and we were talking about a, an opt in that divorce is no longer the like the norm what it is is like almost decades of opt in so after your first decade of marriage you sort of opt in for the next de- decade and both people have to opt in or opt out of sort of the next decade because you're such a different person when you were, let's say, in your early 30s and you will be in your early 40s. So let's then put pivot to your next season because your seasons also go through, I want to see a cadence of time that builds on one another. So mm-hmm. the first season is coping. We see how coping has been informed during COVID. What's our next season, Alison, that we see as we go through the, I want to say, uh, the... The ARIA, the timeline, the journey.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So the next season is the coasting season. And you're so right, Alana, because the really important thing about coping is that we need to go through the coping season in order to grow and change. The challenges in your life are your greatest opportunity for growth and deeper connection. And that can be true for your connection with yourself and for your connection with your partner. So We need to go through coping. I know you might not like to hear me say that, but this is a really important part of growth and learning. Then from coping, we move into the coasting season. Now, I find the runway between coping and coasting is the longest because when you've gone through something hard, you are a new person, just what you described, right? That first 10 years, that's a great example. First 10 years of parenthood, and now you're in another decade and your children have a different type of autonomy. They need you in a different way. And you're, you're realizing like, oh, wow we are new. We are new people. We are are different people. And sometimes you've grown together and sometimes you've grown a little bit differently. And so this is why coasting is, it has that long runway, like I said, because you have to relearn how to carve out time for your relationship that is not based on parenting. I'm going to say that again. You need to find quality time as a couple that is not based around family activity, now a word from our mom
0: halo podcast sponsor
1: who needs superheroes when we have
0: moms what if i told you that changing your underwear could change everything well i have two questions for you have you tried period underwear yet and when it comes to pros are you still wearing ones with underwire nyx is an intimate apparel company that is reinventing products for real life millions of people have switched to using revolutionary leak-proof underwear to protect against period and light bladder leaks, and even more are ditching their uncomfortable underwire bras for super supportive and super comfortable wireless bras. Right now, you can get 15% off your first order. Just go to nix.ca and use promo code MOMHALO at checkout. That's K-N-I-X dot Promo code MOMHALO for 15% off your first order of life-changing wireless bras and leak-proof underwear from NYX. Still dealing with leaky diapers? It's time to try Rascal & Friends. Designed with you and your little one in mind, Rascal & Friends Premium Diapers ticks all the boxes. Affordable, safe on sensitive skin, deliciously soft and super absorbent. Plus, their unique design provides up to 12 hours of leak production to keep your baby comfy and dry, day and night. Join the thousands of parents making the switch and say goodbye to Leaks. Shop Rascal and Friends premium diapers, training pants, and sensitive wipes at Walmart today. I was gonna say say it one more time for the people in the back. I'm already starting to feel that. I mean, I know I know some people feel a freedom or a sense of purpose again. Mm-hmm. after they get their kids out of diapers, you know? So I call that like maybe what we say the five to seven year itch, right? When people are after five years of marriage or seven years of parenthood, if you will, or they see that new piece. But that new thing where you're like, okay, my entire life, every conversation is about kids' plans or, mm-hmm. or you know, what the kid did that day at school or something about planning for the family. Tell us what that looks like. How do you do that? How do you make the departure? It's one to say that they like don't do it, but how do you actually... People who are maybe um, listeners and fans are teetering now onto that next, that next, what, cruising, cruising? Coasting. Coasting, sorry. <laughs> Coasting. Let's, coast. How, how Let's do we coast. coast. how do we be intentional about, I want to say almost like s- for the salvation of our relationships of our marriages, how do we move from making everything about primary family plans when you've done that for so long? How do you get back there, Alison? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In, in, th- in three minutes or less, how do
1: you get back? There? <laughs> Okay, I'm going to give you the short answer. So, in coasting, it might seem antithetical, like it might seem like the opposite thing to do. But what you need to do is actually come back to self care and who you are as individuals again. And you need to support each other in exploring that journey again. Hmm. So, you were just sharing before we hopped on and yeah. hit record that you are carving out more yeah. time for your first time. Yeah, yeah out for the fitness. first time in a
0: long time. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm right? So this is, that's an example, Alana, of you carving out time for you. And Matt is supporting you in that. Yes, he is. Yeah. This is the key piece is that you get to be each other's biggest cheerleaders in the coasting season of like, I see you. You are an individual. You are not just a mother. You are not just my teammate. You are your own person. And I want to see you be your own person. So you're doing things apart in some aspects so that you can each come back to, oh yeah, who who am I after we've been through this, this big coping season um, together, but apart, right? And how do you come back to yourselves as individuals? And then, so so that's the number one is self-care, self-care, self-care be each other's cheerleaders in that. And then the number two is carve out the quality time as a couple. That's when you need to start it. It's couple time. It's not family time. It's a, that is different. Yes. You still need family time, of course, but you need to be to start carving out that consistent couple time now.
0: Does that mean what does couple time mean? Mm Alison? In this, I'm going to say it again. It's not cruising. It's coasting. Yeah, coasting. Uh, coasting. When we're coasting, tell me, what are we actually doing? Couple time is I go and, and my husband supports me in my, you know, sort of fitness journey. I mm-hmm. support him and his like love of music and finding time to practice. And then are we yeah. sort of like going on dates? Are we going on mini like getaways, just the two of us? Are we just going for a walk around the block? Like, how do we actually carve the, the couple time? What does that look like?
1: It is so simple, Alana. I'm really glad you're asking this. Couple time is very simply it can be 5 minutes of sitting together quality time together phones away everything away and the rules are no talking about the kids no talking about work and no talking about the house, the house like genuine interest curiosity yeah. in each other it really only takes 5 minutes if you do it well <laughs> and and because we also need to be realistic because if you think oh couple time needs to be a whole weekend away Let's be honest. How often is that going to happen? You're going right. to feel discouraged. You need to start with the small steps when you're moving from coping to coasting. Yeah. You might be able to do a weekend away and that's fabulous, but also set yourself up for success and start small and work your way up.
0: <laughs> As you're saying, I'm like, what would I talk to my husband about if it wasn't the house yeah. or our kids or work and have ourselves on a way. Like the news? <laughs> no, that is uh, not as off limits. News <laughs> is off <laughs> limits. <laughs> no,
1: about talk about how you're feeling oh, about okay. about about life, about things. Um, talk about dreaming big together, future yeah. plans, reflecting on things, what you're grateful for, your fitness journey, his interest oh. in music. But do you see how it takes effort
0: to think? Nice. think about what we would talk about? Oh, yes. It's okay, a practice. We'll go, we'll go. I'm writing those down. Okay. Hey Google, remind me to have five minutes with Matt to talk about things that aren't work. Got it. 33 p.m. Good. What's the reminder? Okay, it's okay, Google. We'll talk later. <laughs> okay, take us to your next phase because I know this yes, was basically I'll four. You 12:33 p.m. Oh, Google, stop. Tell me the four quadrants. The next one we're going to, you go through sort of this. Like I want to go. I don't want to say hell on Earth, but you are you are in this situation where you're then moving to something that feels almost. Smooth. And then we're going to the next, the next phase. What's our next stage of, of, of our four seasons. So now we're moving to the
1: connected season. So now you've learned from going through something challenging in the coping season, you've grown, and now you've, you're, you've been coasting and you're really good at self-care. You understand yourselves as individuals. You, you're learning to carve out that couple time. And now you have the clarity, the time and space uh, to get clear on your family and relationship vision. So this is really, really important in the connected season. When you're in coping and in the weeds, you can't even think about visioning and like what's next. And right. So this is when you're in the connected season, you get to get very clear on your family and relationship vision.
0: Okay. So relationship vision. Tell me an example of what paint the picture of the couple. Who is this couple? Are they, Kids are in college, or are they kids are in high school, or is it it could be as simple as the fact that they maybe are having kids in elementary school and they're just sort of moved beyond all those pieces? Like, I'm having a hard time picturing that connect that connected phase. Who is that person? So, it will vary because
1: there are some people who have more support in their homes, whether that's with um, the help of friends or family or hired help. And so when you have more support in the earlier years, you will find that the couple has more opportunity to be in the connected season. These things are directly related. I want I want to be clear because when your children are 5 and under, they need you in a in a different way that you and you do not have extra time. It's a, it's it's a lot more challenging to move into the connected season if you don't have the support of of daycare or your kids in school, right? Because that also gives time and space. So it will
0: vary. Do you understand uh, what I'm saying? I do. Yes. I think I do. I, I think I do. Cause I, I'm, I'm sometimes wondering, Allison. can somebody go back and forth from these seasons? Absolutely. Like, can you go? Cause I feel like people's families grow as they have more kiddos or if they have a like, traumatic life crisis or someone passes away or financial strife. I feel like all of those stressors of life that are completely unplanned and makes things very hard could ebb and flow going back and forth, even in short amounts of times, mm-hmm. feeling connected and feeling like you're coping and, and moving back and forth between those those, those stages. Is that Absolutely. so? Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. So think about this, the cycles and the rhythms of the nature seasons. It's the same thing, right. Right? right? They will always you keep cycling through them. It's the same idea with the relationship seasons. For me, it's if you look at your last 3 to 4 months, you can probably say we've been mostly in one season. It's right. not to say that you haven't had like really beautiful moments of connection or maybe you haven't had some you maybe you've had some really hard days in the last 4 months as well, but you'll probably be able to name one specific season. Um, the general feeling of the last four months so I, I think I like to think about in four four month cycles and sometimes seasons are longer like sometimes you stay in coasting for longer or connected longer depending on life circumstances but like, like when you have another baby you're like and we're coping right yeah, <laughs> and we've been yeah. here before right. every time you go through the seasons you recognize your own patterns more clearly and you also recognize your
0: needs with more clarity as well right 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 that makes a lot of sense um, and I I feel like anyone who's listening to this can't help but like superimpose their own current existence into these these sort of you know quadrants. Mm-hmm. Um take us to the top, Alison. What's the fourth phase of of your seasons?
1: The confidence season. So the confidence season is you have you know amazing self care practices, you really support each other in that, you have consistent couple time and you are already working towards your family and relationship vision together, whenever you're working towards something together, there is such deep connection. I've witnessed this in so many couples. And so now that you're working towards that, you have uh, the opportunity to explore your intimacy on a deeper level. So intimacy is Intellectual intimacy, emotional intimacy, sexual intimacy. There's different levels of intimacy, so you get get to explore that when you were in the confidence season.
0: I love that. Talk me, talk me through. Let's talk about sex for a minute. Nothing's
1: playing right
0: now. God, Google, stop. Um, <laughs> tell me about sexuality and sex in in the marriage, and in, because I find for some couples, I find and I'll put myself in this category and be vulnerable but oh my god hey google stop hey google stop <laughs> hey google stop it's telling me like a sexuality definition right now hey google stop i'm so sorry <laughs> tell talk to me about sexuality because i find that for many couples they'll go like sex is a foundational part of of maybe how they first connected before they you know, they're really hot and heavy, if you will. You know what I mean? I, I know I've heard examples and seen in my own life where like, you know, when you first are together, like, you know, sort of that, it, it's like hot, right? Like you can't, mm-hmm. you know, it's like Bridgerton hot. Like it doesn't it doesn't shut off. Um, and then you move away from those pieces and the, the opportunities to sort of be intimate and have real like actual sexuality closeness. How much does that matter in the seasons, Alison? When we talk about actual, I'm not going to say like, you know, penis and vagina thrusting I'm talking about just like you know hooking up with your partner like what how much does that matter um in the sustenance that is marriage and in the seasons
1: it varies for every relationship and what is important about physical intimacy it's not necessarily about penetration there is so much physical touch that's just that can happen in everyday life even if it's snuggling a few minutes like for a few minutes before bed and having that physical closeness maybe it's hugging at the kitchen sink for a moment all of those little moments can they add up in your intimacy bank if you will and it's going to depend on every couple is different like i said some some people and i'm not even going to say I like a male or female. It's really, it's dependent on the person. You know, some people really, really need actual intercourse and that closeness to feel connected to their partner. And and some people, they can find other ways to feel intimate emotionally. Well, maybe there's a season where you're not able to be intimate physically, right? So um, it's important also to find those different ways to create or to create intimacy in the relationship. It's not always about the sex. It's not always about the sexual um, in ways of being intimate. There's so much depth.
0: I love that, and I think people are starting to realize that under the auspices of COVID, when you are spending so much time with each other, you know, it is the sort of compliments right it is sort of saying like oh baby you look great or it's you know it's the little like bum slap in the kitchen or you know dancing mm-hmm. when, you know when, when the kids aren't looking or those sorts of things I really appreciate that um I'm really I'm interested in this confident phase to me because I feel like my partner and I we've been there before like it doesn't feel like I'm like oh yeah that sounds familiar." we have done that before um yeah. and I'm sort of looking forward to getting back there but we're I think we're just coming out of my own like um coping mechanism coping phase and maybe into maybe some level of connectedness anyways it feels like that right now maybe because it's just the dawn of a mm-hmm. new day and COVID is coming to a close but or feels mm-hmm. like it's coming to a close even though it isn't of course um also as we come to the top of our time here together I know we just literally scratched the surface of all of the wisdom that you have to offer on this topic if there's one thing you want people to hear today if they hear nothing else what is like the one takeaway you want them to know in this conversation please
1: The challenges in your relationship and in your life are your greatest opportunity for growth and deep connection. So don't fear those times, really step into them and look for the lessons and the learning uh, because you are going to be so incredible on the other side Um, and give yourself that grace as you move through the hardships.
0: I love that. I think people are really hard People are scared to do hard things. And I think you're right. It's in those really hard moments. Like if your whole life has no grit and you, everything feels easy all the time, it's probably time to, um, I don't know, stir it up a little bit. <laughs> add some grit. It's time to add some grit to the, to the pot. I love it. Alison, tell us where people can find you. Let's hear your coordinates, please, on social and otherwise. Please, please share.
1: Yes. So on Instagram, I'm at... Allison double underscore Villa. So Allison has two L's in an I. And Villa has two, Ls and I, and it's two underscores. Uh, <laughs> so Allison double underscore Villa on Instagram. And my website is Allisonvilla.com. And if you want to take the free relationship season quiz, go and find out what season you're in right now. And when you take the free quiz, you also get a follow-up email that tells you exactly what actions to take depending on your season. So you'll get immediate support there. And that's Allisonvilla.com slash quiz.
0: I love it. Allison. I think you're just... A, the most fabulous and I love everything that you do. And I, I can't wait to see the book that you've authored and for people to get to know you. And if you're not already following Allison on all of those channels, please be sure to take a dive into her offers. Alison, thank you so much for spending time with us today. It's always a good refresher for me. And I just, as you speak, I can't help but like put myself in the shoes of the conversation that we're having all the time. So thank you for being a crusader for intimacy and relationships. Um, And I really appreciate you joining us today.
1: Thanks, Elena. Thanks for having me. Thanks everybody. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the Mom Halo podcast, I'd love your support by sharing it with others, posting about us on social, or leaving a really good rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at the Mom Halo. Thanks so much, and I'll see you next time. Sick Kids is helping redefine what's possible in pediatrics, also, children can lead healthier, happier lives. In 2021, Project Halo raised over $150,000 to help build a new SickKids, designed to better serve patients and families. This will include spaces devoted to parents and caregivers, spaces to feel calm, relief, and rest. We are calling on our community again this year to join us in helping build a state-of-the-art hospital. Together, there are no limits to what we can achieve. To learn more and to donate, go to fundraise.sickkidsfoundation.com backslash Project Mom Halo. Thank you for your generosity and support.